Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Are you ready to go GMCC Racing? Fans running to the fences, side by side. Borch gets a better line. Oh boy, we got wheel to wheel right here. String. Trying to dive, bomb down to the inside. No, can't get the line you want. Duvall's in control. We open back up. Here comes Neil once again. He's going for the pass. Oh, bumping going on. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper, and with me today, as always... Brandon Whitehair, guys. What is going on? Episode 042 coming at you, <laughs> fresh off the heels of an amazing weekend at Snowshoe, <clears throat> or on the boat. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And, uh, yeah, great weekend of <laughs> racing. We got... Uh, we got uh, some pro motocross coming up. Red Bud. Red we'll talk about Bud. that at the end of the show. But uh, first and foremost, we're definitely going to be talking about Snowshoe GNCC. What a weekend, Brandon. Yeah, man. I wouldn't know. I was on a boat. <laughs> you watched it, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Dude, great racing uh, with the bikes and quads uh, all weekend long. Uh, just a really good event. You can't beat that. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you what it was like, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. So if you, if you if I run out of here, I'm sorry. Like busy day at work, I just stopped at a Seven Eleven, grabbed some Seven Eleven food. I was grabbing a monster real quick. <laughs> so if I run, I'm sorry. I probably got the squirts. I'm just saying. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Way to intro, right? <laughs> That's right, man. Nah. No, we got an awesome show lined up for you guys today. We're going to be having the um, XC1 quad winner. Walker Fowler, six-time champ, coming on the show to talk to us a little bit about Snowshoe, uh, maybe a little about what he's going to be doing over the uh, summer break and getting ready for the second part of the season. Uh, and then we're just going to be talking about uh, the GNCC bikes and quads. It's great racing this weekend, like I said already, and uh, yeah. But uh, first and foremost, I mean, let's thank our awesome sponsor, Guts Racing. Did you know that in 1985, Guts was formed in Northern California and since then has been a leader in seat innovation technology? Anything you need to improve your seat, they have you covered. Join the likes of Thad Duvall in the woods or Joel Hetrick on the track. These guys trust Guts and you should too. Guts. Yep. If you ain't got one, get one. That's right. Best seat cover out there. Yep. Brandon. RG Honda. They build, must have filled up. I uh, saw so they had a, the nine drawlings. They're getting ready to draw the quad this week for the quad. So um, if you guys bought a ticket, pay attention uh, on their Facebook, whatever. Um, but it sounds like that would be great. Yeah. So, Check that out, guys. Uh, the drawing is closed once again, so you can no longer call in for that. But, uh, yeah, man, um, dude, first off this weekend – Awesome weekend. Went up there with the family. Yeah. Uh-huh. Brandon's got a rant. Brandon's got a rant. You know, you go up with the fam. You know, I understand. Go up and watch uh -huh. it and stuff. But uh -huh. uh, you're playing on racing. I was playing on racing. And you said, my knee's, my knee's too banged up. And then and then I see videos of you <laughs> being a mud flea out there. And I'm like, if your knee's good enough to pull, pull quads up the hill, why isn't it I wasn't doing I wasn't doing it by myself. I was oh, it, human it, chain. Oh, really? No pressure on that <laughs> knee? Huh? 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 So, wait. Are, are you more concerned about my safety? 
safety or are you more concerned about the fact that I wasn't racing? I was more concerned about your racing. I ain't worried about your safety. I mean, come on. I mean, we're racers. We don't care about safety. But hey, hey, would we be split line if we wasn't in the, Listen, the mud with I'm them? I'm fine with that. All right, go run the 11 o'clock. <laughs> or run it, you know, go be a monthly at eleven and run the run the pro, you know, run the afternoon at one, whatever, whichever one you want to do. So, I mean. so I get you, but my knee, okay. So when it's fully <laughs> extended, is when it's really hurting. Well, you know, don't be full extension. I want, you know, I can control the knees, get, get a proper riding all form. Right, all right, hey, but uh, besides the point. That spot that we were at ended up being one of the most gnarly spots of the track. That was actually where Thad Duvall, uh, there was a picture of him getting pulled up the hill there, and he said most gnarly 20 yards of the track. <laughs> so um, if we, if we uh, end up watching again next year, I know exactly where to go. That place was, uh, was, pretty, was pretty gnarly. Yeah, right it there looked the, like it in the pictures and stuff and some of the videos. Yeah, and- right there at the 10-mile marker. Um, and it ended up causing uh, a couple of uh, – situations where there was bottlenecks right there in front of the leaders um so yeah it was interesting for sure a lot of a lot of good racing right there a lot yeah. of good uh atv I'm, racing I'm for sure sh- i'm sure you could have made it through there all right, right? i guarantee i could have made it yeah. it's a really uh-huh. easy to talk about now because yeah. i wasn't you know in the race i 100 never been. never Should've would have gotten hung up in that tr- on that track at all <laughs> ever did you see some of the videos from uh, howard's hole yeah yeah, wow, <laughs> it was insane down there. It was crowded up there. Did you see that guy was uh, in his boxers and jumped up in there. You know, I did see yeah, that. See I that. did see That's that. Um, you gotta love mud fleas. Did man. you see the? Okay, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but um, Austin Parks with uh, Spider Graphics put out a video of uh, the 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 mud hole. And uh, they had the guys jumping off of this huge rock face to jump down into Howard's Hole. And uh, Walker obviously was the first one to get there. We'll have to to ask him about that. Hits the mud, and he just shakes his head like, dang, guys. (laughs) Because, like, you know, they could probably make it through Howard's Hole pretty easily if there was no fans. But the fans decide where you're You're going. going. And in that video, it was crazy because in that video, the fans decided that that – Halfway through the video, they're going to take them a different route. Yeah, it was crazy. 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 They're like, clear out a path right here, guys. We want them to get through this section. (laughs) (laughs) I think I start putting some pitchforks or something in front of the quad. (laughs) (laughs) You can't because you got to use you got to use those mud fleas to grab that bumper to pull you. Yeah, Chris Borsch was having to get pulled out of there. Gnarly. It is gnarly. It's wild. Yeah. That's crazy. Good stuff, though. But I tell you what, there was great racing. Um, Hunter kept Walker honest a lot of the race. He was there just lurking right behind him, not too far off the pace. Uh, great ride for him. Um, talked to him after the race, and he was talking about how uh, the track was pretty much perfect except for out in the open sections where it was actually a little bit dusty. Dusty Dust is not usually a thing you see at Snowshoe, but no. this year it was. And then I tell you, the battle – was for the final podium position uh, between Adam McGill and Jared McClure. That was a gnarly battle. Every time those guys came through, they were bumper to bumper. Um, And because Jared started on the first row, he had that 10-second – well, he had a 10-second gap that he had to keep between between, uh, Adam. And uh, we went over to the finish line, and when Jared went through the finish line, I think I counted like nine Mississippi, uh, <laughs> and 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 Adam came through and got the final position. Wow, so, that's crazy. but <clears throat> what's cool about because you know sometimes you're thinking like, well, that that you don't really have a lot of head-to-head racing. But I tell you what, man, I've never seen those guys go through the finish line as fast as they did yeah. because they were trying because you know 
you know, if you got somebody going into the final finish line, you're good, yeah. typically. Yeah. But if you have to keep that 10-second gap, like, you are booking it. McGill came through this finish line sideways, hitting hitting the canopy. <laughs> it was it was awesome. Yeah, good. I mean, that, that's what you got to do, man. That's why I like fast sprint doors because uh, that's what it is. Like, you're all the way to the end. Like, yeah. there's no, like, oh, I got this guy beat. I can let off yeah. cruise. Like, you got you don't know. Like, you got to put the time in and go, go, go. So, that's what McGill was probably thinking the whole time. Like, oh, absolutely. So, initial thought, you're like, man, it creates for kind of like, oh, man, you're not really racing head-to-head. But it it's it's a really insane type of racing. Yeah, that's when Lappard really pissed you off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but hey, real quick, back to that, uh, back to that uh, section that we were at. I took my parents, took the kids, and the section went where we were sitting. There was just like a twenty-yard gap between the track that uh, that was coming up the hill, and it went into the pits, wrapped around, came back out of the pits, and there was about a twenty-yard gap between the uh, path that went up the hill and then the tra- the uh, track that came back down the hill, and we were kind of like right there in the middle. Well, there was this rock, and I, uh, I sat my mom on it, and I was like, here's a good spot to watch. Um, and when they started bottlenecking, those guys were, you know, searching for lines to come up the hill. <laughs> and I was down there trying to help them, you know, get out and everything. And next thing I know, I look up, my mom is screaming. <laughs> they're all around her. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. They're coming up. They're going beside her. They're, mm. they're you know, she. this is her first time being in the woods. Yeah. And she was like, I didn't know what to expect. This is, this is crazy. <laughs> so uh, the kids were scared a little bit. So we ended up, after the first lap, uh, we ended up moving everybody out to where that long, long hill climb is and, and watched from out there. But I was hearing in the woods, it was still gnarly in there. Um, uh, there was a couple of other guys that stayed in there and helped, uh, helped get those quads out. But in that one lap, I bet you we pulled 30 quads up the hill. Oh, I bet. I, I bet. pulled a KFX up the hill. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't pull it back to the pits. And I sent, <laughs> I didn't see that KFX again after uh, that first lap. So yeah, but I sent, right. I sent the video to Craig. I said, I said, I did this one for you. <laughs> He's probably like, that was me, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, Brandon, you ready to do the uh, the guts racing gutsy ride of the week? Yeah, man. We haven't had one in a while. No, we haven't. But this one, uh, I think, is a good one, uh, and it's a per- perfect timing talking about the quad race. Um, I'm going to give this week's honors to Devin Feehan. Devin has had uh, not the best season so far, has been struggling a little bit here and there, but he pulled off a fifth this weekend at Snowshoe Mountain at one of the toughest tracks in the country. Um, and, uh, you know, every time he went by me, he was flying. He was not far off of third and fourth either. So uh, hats off to Devin, man. Good ride. Uh, fifth place. That's nothing to uh, – Oh, no, man. That's awesome. Fifth That's place at Snowshoe. Oh. Yeah, fifth place at Snowshoe. That's off. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, we're going to give him the guts racing, guts, gutsy ride of the week for sure. But, uh, um, <clears throat> you know, that track, it was, uh, it was tough. It was really, really tough for these guys. Uh, it, it looked like it wasn't quite as wet as it was before mm-hmm. uh, in other years. But, um, man – it just looks like it's so worn in like the track parts of the track where they've ran from year years past that that ruts are really really just uh popping out and rocks or roots everywhere um i mean it just was a rough rough track uh so i mean mean, that's a man's man's track oh for sure man for sure so what uh so what do you think about old Ben Kelly uh, pulling off the win? Uh, oh, I I was impressed. I was impressed because Stu was in the lead halfway through that race. Yeah. And then they went into the last lap, and Stu was uh, 
you know, he was only down by 15, 20 seconds. Um, so they said that, you know, Stu's last lap is his best lap. And I was assuming, I was like, man, you know, given the, the history, I don't know if Ben's going to be able to hold on to it. But not only did he hold on to it he for the win, he also reclaimed the, the points lead. Points lead, yeah, that's huge for Ben, man. That's, <laughs> I tell you what, that's going to be a good battle, I think. Um, over the break, both of those guys are going to be uh, working hard and, and um, trying to stay after it. Because, uh, you know, right now Stu's like – Stu was on a roll. Now Ben Kelly's starting to, I think, find that speed that Stu's been having and trying to match it, at least match it. And, um, you know, Snowshoe, obviously, um, he found it just a little bit more than Stu. I mean, even though Stu did go down off the start, which I'm sure that uh, probably has some road rash off from that one. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> that was unfortunate. But uh, he played it off well, got up and pumped his fist to the fans and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> that, was, that was a heck of a race. Mm -hmm. And then uh, – Man, I think we need to start giving the nickname Sneaky Snake uh, over to the dirt bike side as well for somebody named Jordan Ashburn. <laughs> I told you, man. That he sneaks his way on the podium all does. the time, man. He's just it's, he just puts his like very consistent. Like I said, start calling him the Diesel of uh, of uh, dirt bike GNCC rides. It's impressive. It's impressive. He's third in points. Um, you know, there was some talk last year that while the field was depleted. Um, Dude, that's part of GNCC racing. You have yeah. to you have to be in it. You have yeah. to be in it to be able to be in the points. And not only is he in it, uh, he was actually physically on the podium this weekend. Yeah, long race, long long season. You yeah, know, you got to stay healthy. You got to keep things together. Um, got to stay off the ground. And I tell you what, you know, you look at this at this track in particular, and and you can take take this take from for Ben Kelly as well. Um, this is a track that you know Ben has to feel like if I can beat Stu here. I can beat him anywhere, mm -hmm. you know, because because you got to be in shape to win at that track. Yeah. You got to be good on the bike. Mm -hmm. You got to be technically sound uh, to make it through those rock gardens, and um, you got to be fast in the open sections. I mean, shoot, there's <coughs> there was a section that was like a half a mile or a mile long of just road. You're just yeah. pinning it, Whoa, just down the road. <laughs> we were in the woods, and uh, after the first few leaders went by, there was a, there was a little bit of a gap, and they went through the pits and came down and hit the road and. And you just hear them just like wide open down the road. And my dad's like, what? Where are they at now? I'm like, there's a, there's a road down there they hit after they come off this hill climb. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. He's like, I said, it sounded like, because, you know, you hear them. You could hear them coming for 15 minutes before they came because they were down off the mountain. Yeah. Uh, the, the quads were. And, um, yeah, you could hear them coming for 15 minutes. And, you know, it's it's the typical. Bruh, 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 bruh. <laughs> and then and then they hit that road and it's just wide open. Um <laughs> So, so yeah. Uh, but um, back to the bikes. Where do, do you have do you have the do you have the point standing up over there or anything? For like the or the the official results. Uh, where'd Strang end up finishing? You know? Strang ended up finishing in eighth. Eighth. Yeah. Have, I don't know what happened. He must have, he must have had a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he must he must have he must have had a bad day. Nah, man, uh that's but crazy. you know, hats off to Josh Toth. He finished fourth. He's been coming on strong. He has the last been. couple of rounds, man. Josh Toth really putting it together. Uh right? three top five finishes in a row. Yeah. Just that's you know awesome. good solid finishes. Um fifth place went to uh Grant Baylor. Uh he came on late and yeah. uh did really good. That's a so I figured he would do good on that track. I just, you know, just being so technical and he's so mm -hmm. used to those um, hard enduros and stuff like that. So, 
and Howard's Hole was a little bit more open for those guys. Yeah. Uh, wasn't quite as many fans. That's the, that's why another thing I love about Snowshoe. That's like the that's the day that the that the quads. It's time to shine. Yeah, it's Brucey's time to shine. <laughs> Listen, I tell you what, it's hard. I like it's it's cool that, that the quads are on Saturday just because you know you, you get all the fan support out there. You get all the people in the woods because like yeah. you know. <clears throat> as a person that has to work on Monday, you'd rather go up on Saturday, spend the day and relax on Sunday. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, but then you got guys like Stu Baylor, you know, he always brings a crowd anyways. So yeah, no, no, exactly. But like you said, um, you know, you've heard a lot of the, the, the bike guys talk about how like, oh, man, you see the people leaving as the bikes are getting ready to come through the finish line. Cause People want to get home oh, and everything. Yeah. But like you said, the quads, not only do you have all the fans, like fan fans that just come, like me, I guess, <laughs> without a bike. <laughs> but but you have all the dirt bike guys. Yeah. That that want to go and uh, down into Howard's Hole and watch the mud fleas and yeah, and have, have just have a good time. It was funny because I was I rewatched a little bit of the ATV broadcast and uh, uh, they were showing videos uh, like Thad Duvall was down there, um, uh, Ricky Russell was down there in <laughs> in, in the mud fleas and, and of course they're probably they're not. Of course, they're not partaking in the uh, mud flea yeah. uh, extracurricular activities, <laughs> but they're spectating. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure they're not getting any valuable uh, line selections in, but I'm sure it's uh, it's fun people watching. Oh yeah, it's always it's always fun to watch uh, uh, Tom and Dick over there jump in the mud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, and I tell you what, man, uh, we were up at the top of the mountain and we were watching people uh, come up from the from the uh, bottom of the mountain and uh it's fun to people watch it just really is there is nothing like gncc snowshoe i mean <clears throat> the only thing it can really compare to is is dead and gone and yeah. that's blackwater 100 oh yeah people around here still talk about that like um like i'll talk to some old guys and they're like oh what do you do i'm like oh you know you know i race some dirt bikes here and there and they're like what's the first thing they say they're like yep do you, do you run the blackwater 100 and i'm like uh no that that race is gone oh man i know they took that away and you know they start going on and they start uh they start talking about the blackwater and how crazy it is and 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 how it was and all that stuff and then uh you tell me to go to snowshoe <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> snowshoe's the next closest <clears throat> the only what's really crazy is and i don't think you've ever been to howard's hole have you no. it's not that easy to get to really i mean you would think with as many people are that are down there and you're seeing thousands and thousands of people down there it's like, you ever wonder how it got so famous Who's Howard? <laughs> yeah, right. Who's Howard? Howard's the one to bring everybody. To if Howard's you're listening hole. to this and you know how the name of Howard's Hole became how the Howard's Hole, let us know. Give some GNCC history right there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I all I know is all I know is you got to go down the mountain, <clears throat> either walk off the mountain, or take the chairlift down, and then you got to walk like a quarter of the way back up the mountain to get into Howard's Hole, and um. And then once you're in the woods, you still got a ways to go before you get into the heart of it, <laughs> because there's because it, it you know it's one of those things like everybody enters kind of the same way into Howard's Hole, <clears throat> and uh, you gotta uh, um, you get certain levels okay. until you get into the core. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple or two years ago, when I took Nolan, when yeah. he was three, <laughs> and Brittany and my nephew and. Uh, um, my sister-in-law, we took, we took them down there and 
uh, we went in, let's say there's five levels. <laughs> we went to like level two. <laughs> and went back to level six. <laughs> we went to level two and, and there's, there's a sixth level of Howard's Hole. <laughs> so, but it was crazy. And like when we had McGill on back uh, in wintertime, I wasn't BSing him when I told him I could tell when he was coming through Howard's Hole because of just the roar of people. Because, like, let's be honest, that's McGill's people oh, yeah. down there. Oh, they sure. love it. They right. love it. And um, it's Stu Baylor's people, too. Yeah. Did you see that, that they made Howard's Hole t-shirts this year? No, I didn't see that. Uh, I have to show to you. Uh, oh, you on got the, one? No, I didn't get oh, one. Oh, you didn't get one? No, you have to actually go down to the bottom of the mountain oh, to get the to t-shirt. Get the shirt. And there was limited... Uh, Man. You didn't make it down there. I guarantee you they sold out. And every every Howard's Hole t-shirt I saw on a person was muddy. And I'm like, that's perfect for a Howard Hole t-shirt. <laughs> like, you can't, like, wash it now. Yeah. Or just leave it stained. You know, I wonder right? if anybody, like, gets, like, little mud samples from Howard's Hole. You know, go to the beach. You know how you get the sand Oh, sample. my gosh. <laughs> that reminds me. If, if you were watching any of Stu Baylor's uh, um, Instagram stories, <laughs> there was these girls getting ready to jump in. And he was just sitting there, and he was like, they think that's water and mud. That ain't nothing but beer and piss. <laughs> <laughs> and then the girls jump in. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Hey, speaking of girls, man, Rachel Archer, we just had her on. Yes, she, shout she out to Rachel some, Archer. She man, kicked she butt. She kicked some butt, man. So. There was a video of her going through Howard's Hole. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, was. that was awesome, because yeah. everybody else was just kind of – uh, tiptoeing yeah. through Howard's Hole, and she just blasts right through it. Yeah, so that was awesome to see. So. Yeah, shout out to, to Rachel sure. for that. Um, and did you see Noah Clark? Yeah, I think he got what he got finished up on the top podium, didn't he? Yeah, he took a podium in XC3. <laughs> That's so, awesome, man. I mean, it, dude, it's the, it's the power of split line. <laughs> That's right. I, man. We give people confidence, right? Yeah, yeah. Confidence. If you come on the split line. We guarantee you a podium finish in your next race. <laughs> well, at least in, in the season. <laughs> I don't know about next race. <laughs> next race. Guarantee it. <laughs> so, you know, uh, uh, congratulations to Rachel Archer for the win, and congratulations yeah. to Noah Clark for his podium uh, finish. His podium finish. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, very, so, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So we're happy to have such stellar athletes on this podcast. Oh, man. I, we always thank all the uh, pro riders and any rider that comes on and uh, just to give us our time because the show would probably be nothing without them. So. The show would definitely be nothing without them. Could you imagine <laughs> anybody wanting to sit and listen to us talk? I mean, there was like, what, a good 15 for a while? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was. Yeah, I think our moms and our grandparents. Moms, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my grandpa we're talking about four-wheeler racing yeah. over here <laughs> no but thank you guys for listening and honestly um everybody that stopped me and talked to me about the podcast up at snowshoe um how many uh, stickers did you give away oh i 20 or 30 that's it yeah <laughs> only took like 50 only took 50 should have went to howard's hole you could have got rid of all 50 I just sit there and take the bag and just like like money like. <laughs> he should have gave something to McGill and Fowler to throw out in there, on the. Yeah, uh, there we go. There, there we go. go. <laughs> Devin Masters, I, yeah. I gave him one on the line. He slapped it on the bike right there. Heck yeah, man, that's awesome. <laughs> that's the second bike that's got a that's got a, uh, uh, besides mine, <laughs> that's got a split line I mean, sticker on that, it. But that bike never made it to any race. I mean, it's never raced. So. It's basically but, a billboard right now. Yeah, but it sits in a garage. It's a billboard I wrote it that sits the, in the garage I wrote because it, someone's knee, but he's able to go in the woods and pull foolers out of the woods. Uh, okay, so 
Okay, we'll put a poll up. I don't know how we're going to word it. Put a poll up right now, Brandon. Well, we're not live, so it doesn't matter. But put a poll up tomorrow when everybody's listening. Whose team are they on? Team Cooper or Team Brandon? You know, Cooper. Even though I'm injured, I'm out there helping. Yeah. Helping our our people <laughs> get up the, get up the mountain. That's right. Did you see the comments? People were like, yeah. like saying yeah. thanks for helping. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. But yeah. I mean, you know what I should have done? You know what I should have done? Because you know, if you would have raced, I would have been up there. See, it's all your fault. I didn't go. So, just, so what do you think show, about that now? It just shows how much of a fair-weathered fan you are. I'm not a fair-weathered <laughs> fan. I'm just – it was a long work week. So oh, what's, what's worse? Okay, I think – I, I think, did go to the track, though. I, Sunday, me and my boy went to the track. So. Track 93? Yeah. How is that place? It's it's getting better. Is it's it getting, getting better? better? It's getting better. Um, <clears throat> they still got some work to do and some things to figure out, but it's getting better. They're letting quads out there? Oh, uh, Only on Sunday. Only on Sunday. Only on Sunday? Only on Sunday because it's getting hmm. – right now it's just so hot and dusty. Um, it was actually pretty cool that Shane Hit was came out there on Did Sunday. He? So we uh, oh, talked man. to Shane a little bit. Um, Did you tell him to come on the podcast? No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't tell him. You know, we were talking about some dirt car racing, and then he was out there, and you know, still looks like he could go out and run some pro uh, pro motocross. That's for sure. Oh man, that guy's a legend, yeah. Shane Hit. Yeah, yeah, Born he's a legend, West Virginia. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Talk about did he? Uh, he won he? a national champion. Yeah. No, 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 no. Cause he he raced he raced in the back when it was the GP series like the um, back wor- when the TT uh, yeah I mean it was still motocross but motocross and Jeep, some, uh, and um, some TT racing in there and okay all that stuff was there was there like GNCC as well yeah yeah G- it was um, a three but, but no you didn't you didn't have to run GNCC it was just um, oh, okay. ATV motocross and the TT which he was. So fast. He was better. T- he was a better TT rider, oh, wasn't yeah, he? Man, that guy can corner like nobody's business. Yeah, and just wide open. Yeah, yeah. I wish. I remember when he used to come out the pyramid. We used to ride with him a little bit, and I'd just try to stay with him for one lap. It's one lap. I'd do it, and then like you make one little mistake, and he's gone. It was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, the guy's a legend. Yeah, he's like what, like in his late fifties now, and just I'm, I'm, just I'm, I'm pounding not, out motos, yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was out there just. Tearing it up, man. You just see a big dust cloud when you see Shane. It was fo- so funny. <laughs> and uh, I actually got to test out a uh, 2021 CRF 450 because my bike right now, I'm, I'm doing a top end on it. And uh, I actually got to test it out out there. And I'm glad I did it right before Shane came onto the track because I was like, well, there goes the track, guys, because it's all going to be like blacktop. <laughs> oh, yeah. He loves uh, cutting down dirt bike berms. <laughs> He's good at it too. He's very good at it. He's very, very good, good at it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, uh, back to the racing at Snowshoe though. Yeah. Um, man, how about Hunter Hart? I'll tell you what. If Hunter gets through this season, and and still you know learns what he needs to learn, carries that speed, and then we go into next season with Bryson Neal back, Walker Fowler, and Hunter Hart all three together, that's going to be. A, a trio to watch. Yeah, and you you can't forget about people like Cole Richardson as oh, well. Yeah for, yeah, for sure. Or, or I tell you what, man, McClure, McClure, <laughs> the sneaky snake, Jeremy McClure, and Adam McGill. Man, those guys, those guys were 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 pacing yeah. as well. Um, but I tell you what, <laughs> Hunter, we talked to his dad mm-hmm. and him um, yeah. up at High Point, and uh, um, I really really liked their approach to this, um, you know, this 
It's a slow game. Or it's it, it, it's a, a, a long-term game. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, okay, we're not interested in, like, oh, we got to get a win and, and sacrifice of potentially getting him hurt or – because, you know, if he's hurt, then he's not going to be able to – Yeah. He's not going to be able to, to, to finish, and, and that's just going to delay the process even more. But <clears throat> I tell you what, he, he was hooked to Walker's bumper for a long time uh, Saturday. And, and he, was a, he was in situations where um, – he was also in situations where Walker was out in front of him, and he was by himself and was still able to keep that pace. And that's even more impressive, that, that when Walker got away a little bit – then he was able to, to, to keep him uh, within, let's say, 15 seconds where he's out of sight, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it, he, he ended up, you know, running uh, about half the race, I would say, where Walker was probably at that out of sight range. Yeah. But he stayed that pace and he didn't keep losing time. Yeah. That's more impressive to me when he's able to run that pace on his own. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, it uh, it's one thing when you're chasing somebody, you know, in front of you and then you once you lose sight, you lose the pace, you know, you lose that toe a little bit. So, if he can keep that pace up, then guess what next race he comes? He probably is bringing that pace with him. Maybe he keeps Walker in sight next time, you know, yeah. maybe he keeps whoever in front of him in sight, and then he picks up a little bit more speed, a little bit more speed each race. And then, man, I'm telling you, uh, next year, if he keeps him staying healthy, gets through the rest of the year, I don't see why he's battling for wins. No, and he, he, he races smart. He doesn't make many mistakes. He gets good starts, and the speed's there. It's a recipe for a very successful career mm-hmm. and a very long career uh, to be able to do that. I mean, he's not had an issue this year, has he? Uh, except for the except goggles. for the, the the goggles, except for the issue, yeah, with the goggles and the vision, yeah. yeah, that's the only thing that that has hurt him this year. Yeah, um, you know, I think Mark Notman is working on his bike a lot this year. Yeah. Um, so he's 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 kind of on. I'm not gonna say Walker's program, but mm-hmm. uh, um, he's got he's got snippets of Walker's program in his program. Yeah, and I would uh, say he keeps getting faster. Walker's gonna go snip snip. i tell you what though dude dude is tall yeah very tall dude is tall like i walked up 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 to him on the starting line i looked up and like geez hunter (laughs) you make that bike look like a little 250 yeah out there running around but it helps you know i'm sure it helps him on the bike a little bit get on the back of the you know you know got long travel suspension there in the legs (laughs) (laughs) that's right man i'll tell you on the quad you need every every little bit uh you can get there's not too much yeah. travel. There. How about uh, how about um, uh, McGill and Hunter Hart's burnout at the end? Yeah, of that was awesome. That's yeah. cool. So you know, there's a funny saying that you know people like ah, oh, act like you've been there before or whatever. Um, man, I tell you what, I want people to act like you haven't been there before. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> Beaks, dude, you just podiumed snowshoe. Mm-hmm. You should be that excited. Oh yeah, I that's mean, an that's an accomplishment. I mean, you know, you see it all the time. Um, this is a good quick reference. Remember uh, back when Aaron Plessinger, Malcolm Stewart, um, all those guys were on two fifties, and they would win, and then they would get off and like start doing the worm on the track yeah. or be whatever. excited, yeah, be I excited mean, about it. For one, you know, people might think it looks stupid, but I guarantee you, eighty percent of the fans out there love to see that stuff. absolutely and did you see that there was a uh 
uh, Walker put out a competition, uh, a sign competition for whoever had the best sign would win his jersey uh, at the beginning of the race. And there was a little boy that had a pretty cool sign there at the start line. And uh, McGill went over to him and was giving giving the little boy a hard time and giving his dad a hard time, jokingly, of course. And um, um, there was a lot of, like, theatrics about it. Like, McGill was, like, yelling at the crowd, who's here to see Walker? And people cheered. And they're like, who's here to see me? And people cheered. And uh, it uh, it was cool. Because it was a way that, that they really got the fans involved. And um, it, it, was, it was really, really cool. They ended up taking a picture together with the boy and his dad and signed the, um, <clears throat> and signed the, the, uh, the sign and everything. So I like that. I like the, the making it a big deal. Yeah. Like, you, you know, and hats off to these guys. Hats off to Walker and Adam and Hunter and, and all the guys for, for really being good to the fans yeah. um, because the fans love them. And I'll tell you what, I mean, would Howard's Hole be such an exciting place if it wasn't for these guys and, and how they, you know, handle themselves and go through it? Mm-hmm. I think it's a testament to their personalities and what they bring to the sport. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's always, you know, as a fan that n- – you know, you sit back and you watch for years and years and years. And a lot of times, you know how many people actually get to meet these guys that go to the races? Like, a lot of people are like, man, I wish I get to meet Walker Fowler. Or I wish I get to meet Adam Gill. You can. And you can, but how many do actually get to meet and talk with? You know what I mean? Like, there, I mean, there's a lot of people that don't even know how to get over there to them. I guarantee it. Yeah. Like, that show up or whatever. And, you know, I, um, if you're a person that just goes to watch and, you're in, and you keep an eye on the sport, to actually get to <clears> hang out. With a with a pro rider, um, when I was a kid, that would have been awesome. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I, I'm, you know, your son, my son. Um, oh yeah, we know, they look for that stuff. I mean, they think that's badass. You know, yeah, absolutely. You know, when we went to the starting line, um, Nolan and I did, and uh, I went up and you know talking to Walker, talking to uh, <clears throat> Hunter Hart, and um, uh, took a picture with Walker and, and and Nolan, and Nolan thought that was the coolest thing. Yeah, so. Uh, it just goes to show how, you know, these guys being personable really impacts the next generation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it impacts you and I, oh, yeah. people our age as well, because we see, you know, we get to talk to those guys and we see how, how much it impacts like our sons and, and, and we know how much they'll remember that and, and, and you know, treasure uh, the chance to get to, to meet those people and meet, uh, mm-hmm. meet guys that uh, they look up to. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, guys that we used to look up to, you know, I'm sure, you know, how many times I, we, we both say it, we wish we could be as fast as, you know, Fowler, McGill, all, any of those guys to be on the front line with XC1 or, or even right. XC2, you know. And, you know, it, and that's what's that's just really cool about the GNCC side of it, um, that nobody's untouchable, I guess you would say. Right. Um, you just probably got to catch them at the right time. But, right. Um, you know, if you ever go to a GNCC race, just, you know, walk back and forth a little bit. Maybe you'll catch a guy out there. And, 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 and like I said, or even catch him in the pits. I'm sure they'll be welcome to, you know, talk to you anytime that I've seen them out there. You know, they're, they're more than more than – Right. Welcome to talk to you and interact with you and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. Right. And then, you know, um, uh, you know, hats off to to the GNCC Nation for what they do and getting the youth involved as well um, in, in that way of meeting the riders and everything. But also as well, like we stayed later that evening and Nolan got to race his Stasic. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. And uh, it was really fun. He did a good job 
Uh, they broke it up into subcategories a little bit more this time, uh, like age and because last time that we went, it was um, um, all of the uh, 12-inch bikes and then all of the 16-inch bikes. Uh, this time, they kind of broke it up into age a little bit, and it was hilarious. I got to tell you this. Uh, Nolan got second off the whole shot. He ended up staying in se er, second. I know they don't keep. Yeah, but yeah, but I was, you do. Dad yeah. was keeping yeah. <laughs> Dad, right. dad was keeping place. Moto, moto dad already kicking in. Yeah. Oh, no, because because like the other boy kind of left him, right? <laughs> <laughs> that boy was flying. He left him and like put like a half a track on him. Well, then Nolan picked up the pace and and like he was staying in that zone. Yeah. So Nolan was running his pace and I, <laughs> that's, you know, just moto dad oh, just, yeah. just, just, just thinking in. about it. Well, he went across the finish line and he came up to me. And I was like, awesome job. But I was like, hey, you got second. And Nolan goes, yes. He goes, is Mikey Wayans going to give me the microphone to talk into it? <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, but we can go stay, We can go put you on the podium. You can take a picture on it. Yeah. And he said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then he fell asleep in the car before we even got off the mountain. Yeah, that's the way it works. I mean, Colton, it was funny because uh, I was saying, well, you know, we could go to Snowshoe and, and watch and stuff. And he's like, Dad, can I race Snowshoe? And I'm like, uh, I mean, we could, but I'd really not for you to like to do that. <laughs> you haven't been up there. Can you imagine how, how early you'd have to leave the house? God, man, that would have been so early. You would have had to have left the house at like 5 a.m. Yeah, yeah, because I think I had to be, we have to be signed up for like at 7.30 in the morning, mm -hmm. and then the race starts at like 8.45. And mm -hmm. No one got a <laughs> snowshoe medal, and I was like, dang it. It's like, Nolan, you got a snowshoe award before I, Dad ever did. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so I tell Colton all the time. We're always going to these tracks and stuff and getting plaque. Like, he got a plaque for a GNCC race. I'm like, dude, I haven't even <laughs> freaking raced one yet. <laughs> Next year, right? I mean, you know, they're still Beckley. So. They're still Beckley. They're still Beckley. I, listen, I'm just getting my season started, it feels like. Uh, uh, once I get this bike back together, um, I almost pulled the quad out. I, I got stuff for the quad. We might end up going to Breezewood this weekend. I'm not sure if we're going to go to Fast Tracks Breezewood. Um, yet those tri tires got to be dry rotted. They're not. They're not. I've checked. <laughs> Fifteen <Actually> years old. <laughs> Listen, I put a brand. New, I put a new set, cheap set of front tires on. Uh, the, the rear tires are still from back in the day because they're still good. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I got a battery for it, and it's got to change the oil. Do make sure you know get a little grease in her. Yeah. And put some fresh fuel in her, and she'll be good to go, man. <laughs> but uh, uh, you know. It, I just I'm just ready to get riding again. Um, feels like forever, and and so we might we might try to go to Beckley. I mean, your knee should be good, you know. Maybe I'm going to go to the doctor this week. Oh Jesus! He goes out in the mud fleet, guys. Now he's going to go to the doctor. I don't well, know. Uh, dude, I got a doctor for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! Give listen, him hell, guys. Listen, give him hell. Give me hell. <laughs> Give me hell. Listen, I'm just getting You're sitting I'm on the boat all weekend. That's sitting right. on the boat. That's right. I'm I, up there with our ride. people. I have nothing I'm to up ride. there with our people in the mud with a hurt knee. I think that's admirable. 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 I don't know. It didn't look hurt to me, Gov. What do you think? In the video? <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a poll up. We'll put a poll up. What's I think I'm gonna win. Was What's it, worse? Hey, was, is he sitting playing possum like Roxon? You playing possum like Roxon? <laughs> What's worse, guys, not being able to race, but still being in the mud, pulling bikes, or sitting on a boat? Sitting on a boat sounded pretty good. No, I'd, honestly, I would rather. I really wanted to go to Snowshoe. Um, <laughs> I really did, but dude, I ain't gonna lie. We don't think the whole podcast is gonna be about this. It is. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Work kicked my ass. I ain't gonna lie. I just kicked it. All right. Um, real physical, and like I woke up Saturday morning. I didn't even want to do anything. Only reason I got to go on a boat was our 
JT Hollywood, which we haven't talked about in a little while on the show. Um, one of our good buddies, he actually um, hit me up around like 11 o'clock. I was like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing, just chilling. And he's like, want to go on a boat? I'm like, uh, I looked at a wife, and I'm like, I know she'll want to go. So I was like, heck, yeah, might as well. We're, we're not on a track or anything, so let's go enjoy it. I did, it, I did it more for the wife, all right? Did it more for the wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She would have liked to sit by the pool up at Snowshoe as well. What pool? There's some pool at Snowshoe? Heck yeah, we went to the pool after uh, after the race. Did you? Yeah, I washed off in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hate to see that water after a while. It, it wasn't. I mean, <laughs> I had just a little, like, a little bit of mud on my uh, legs, that's all. Like just dried dust on my legs. Nothing you probably didn't see the, the, the sign that says, please shower before entering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, but no, they have an indoor-outdoor pool. And oh, okay. uh, all the kids loved it. I bet. Yeah, kids loved it. We then we went and ate pizza after. Uh, dude, I tell you what, snowshoe just spoils people. If you could, if you could do snow, if you could do like every GNCC at a resort like that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I really like the. Uh, I really like a typical GNCC as well, but uh, but snowshoe definitely is its own is its own um, um, you, specimen. So you want to go GNCC glamping? That <laughs> if you want to go GNCC glamping, snowshoe is definitely the 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 way to go. Way to go. Yeah. 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 I, we just made a new uh, new term. Right yeah. There. I don't like glamping. <laughs> what would you? <laughs> I don't know how to. Yeah. How to even incorporate it in there? But, but I, I tell you what, I bet you the uh, the uh, room attendants after. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because you know the guys after the race. Months, months to clean that up. Guarantee hey, it. Hey, they months. make. Hey. I tell you what, it's hard to get into any restaurant up there when you're up there. It's hard to find a parking spot. They park you. Um, if you're, if you're, you mean if, they had restaurants open? They actually had employees to uh, to be able to serve you guys. What do you mean? I mean, everywhere else around here don't have can't oh, get dude, anybody to work. Max capacity. <laughs> Everything was at max capacity all oh, weekend. Geez. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. You you gotta go next year. Listen, all right. Was playing on both racing. How about that? Well, yeah. If well, I can find me a good, good two-stroke or something, I'll, ra- I'll race it. Okay. If not, I'll be a mud flea while you race. I thought about yeah. It, I'll, I know where to send you. <laughs> I know where to send you to help. I mean, there's plenty of help down. I'll, I'll bring hole. the gas can with me. Yeah. If you if, if you get hung up, just might as well fill up right there where you're hung up, right? <laughs> yeah, <might as> well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, have we completely derailed this podcast or oh, should we should goodness. we talk about any racing at this point i mean yeah you know like i said uh hats off to ben kelly on that man i'll tell you that to me is more important than almost anything uh out of the weekend just because that's the real battle for the championship um well unfortunately walker right now kind of has the quads kind of not not really wrapped up but in a good clean sale, you know, yeah. I should say. Um, but on the bike side, man, on the bike side, Stu and, and, and Ben, um, man, that's going to be a heck of a battle. I mean, how many how many rounds we got left after, you know, how many rounds we got left? That was round eight, I that believe. Was round eight, so what, about four? Four, five, four, five. Four, five? Yeah, five. Five. Maybe six. <laughs> <laughs> We're back to our good math. No, but, yeah, I mean, I mean, Walker, I think – you know, my personal opinion, I think Walker's at a position right now where uh, with Bryson Neal being out, which, let's face it, Bryson was his top, top competition yeah. um, in the moment right now um, for wins. With with Bryson being out, you know, Walker talked to us about 
that goal of winning 100 races before he retires. Mm -hmm. I think right now he's thinking, like, I'm going to pad. Yeah. I'm going to try to win every single race. Um, I mean, I don't I don't think I've ever seen Walker line up to a race that he's not trying to win, oh, regardless yeah. of who he's facing. Yeah. So, um, but the, I think, you know, the championship is pretty well on lock. Uh, so, um, but but where the interest for me is, is I tell you what, I think some of the best racing this season in the quads has been between, between two guys, uh, McGill and McClure. McClure, yeah. Those two have found each other almost every single race, and they put on a charge. I'd be interested. Um, they found them. They found each other kind of early-ish. I would say second lap uh, this race, but if they found each other towards the front, like in the top two or three, um, early, early in a race, um, their pace is is is. Phew. They're, they're, Those two old guys, well, I was gonna say, <laughs> they can they can roll. They're old school, so uh, they have more heart uh, than most of the people out there on the track. Not saying that you know you know you know what I'm saying. Like they, what I call old school guys, they they don't give up. You know what I mean? Right. There's there's more drive in those guys. It, it, I, it's just weird. Our generation just, you know, half of them want to give up half the time. But uh, real easy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not saying all the, you know, not saying young guys out there aren't giving up or whatever. I ain't saying that, guys. Don't don't think I'm saying. I'm just saying the older generation, they, they, they push and push and push and push. And they, they know where to push. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's, just, it's, it's, it's just cool to see those guys that – where they're at right now in their in their um, careers. Mm -hmm. How um, old do you know how old McClure is? I do not, but I would say that they're pretty. McGill's thirty three because yeah. he's a year older than us. Mm -hmm. and he's thirty four. He just turned thirty four. Yeah, I'll be thirty three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, but but um, you know, I was talking to his dad at the race. Uh, I talked to him for quite a bit actually, and he was talking about how uh, I told him, I said, man, you guys have been really hitting a lot of locals up this season and last season even. And he said, man, he really just loves, um, he loves locals. He loves being out there with, 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 he feels like those are his people. Mm -hmm. Like, cause that's all the local people that, that really just pull behind him. And, um, uh, we talked about the mountain state hair scramble series and how he, uh, he really enjoys running those races. It's a lot of technical uh, terrain that, that, that Richie Nolan runs um, at the Mountain State Hair Scramble Series. And uh, I just think it's cool um, that, that he's constantly putting himself in a race situation. Um, and McClure, I think, is a lot of the same way. He runs a lot of uh, um, uh, local series as well. Uh, but when you put those two together, um, you know you're going to have a really clean but bull. A brawl of a race. Those guys, those guys put the hammer down. And I tell you what, uh, for me especially as a Honda guy, there's nothing. That, there's nothing that that just hits the old heart. That's how you know they're older. <laughs> there's, there's nothing that hits the heart in the right spot oh, as just shit. seeing a couple guys on on on, on TRX 450Rs uh, just just hammering. Surprised those things don't overheat or anything. I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> They're they're once on the, it. Once, well, I guess I was gonna say when's the last time a Honda won, but that was a McGill probably. Yeah, that was a McGill one. Yeah, yeah last back, year. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, we're not gonna get into that right now. <laughs> we're not. Hey guys, we're back, and uh, we happen to got somebody on the line right now. We got Walker Fowler, six-time defending champ, one snowshoe this weekend. Walker, thanks for joining us, buddy. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. I'm just pumped all the way around. I mean, it's the beginning of summertime. Uh, you know, maybe a bush light or two is okay now. And now 
champion of snowshoe and tied Adam with four wins there. So is it like a, much better than that? Is it like, are you guys having like joint custody now? Is that how this works? Yeah, no, yeah. So it's 50, 50 custody. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. he, you know, he can't just you know, take full, full bragging rights. I have, I have, I have partial custody. It's great. <laughs> partial custody going for full custody next year. I'm, I'm assuming. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But I'm know, glad it's two four wheel guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes these court cases they drag out a year say, or so. Man, so you know, it gets pretty nasty. Yeah. <laughs> no, just a couple of quad guys just trying to fight over custody. It's it's totally normal. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, walk us through a little bit of the day at Snowshoe. Um, obviously, I was there. Brandon was not. Um, but uh, it was one heck of a race. Uh, track looked like it ended up being really good. There was no parking on Thursday by noon. Wow. I have that no doubt what kind of that if that tells you what kind of event <laughs> it was. Um, I don't think the rider turnout was actually the biggest they've ever had, but I would say spectator turnout. I'm there were friends and family of mine that have no not necessarily any interest, but they were like, "We're coming." I don't even really care if I come and say hi. Like I'm going to Howard's or I'm going to this rock garden, and I'm going to be there soaking it all in because everyone says how insane this place is. And like when you get there and you see. Like I can't park an S10. That's how packed it was. Oh yeah, that's we, not. Like, <laughs> yeah, we were. It was. We were down at Silver Creek and having a hard time finding a place to park. They they yeah. ran out parking at Silver Creek. <laughs> yeah, probably on Thursday. Definitely a Friday. <laughs> but uh, man, just uh, there's there's actually a video that got posted today. It says if you've never been to Snowshoe and you've not been there for the starting line of the pro race loud doesn't explain it and like literally it's like it's even in the video the phone is like crackling it's so deafening we're just yeah. a bunch of dudes sitting on the rev limiter for 10 seconds just and uh i mean it's um i had reassured it and i said that my heart rate was already maxed and we haven't even been doing anything and and that and that's snowshoe you're just <clears throat> by the last lap part way through like i had a decent lead and and, and I, I literally was like, I'm tired. <laughs> like, I'm so tired. I'm tired of like this anxiety. I'm tired of the stress. I'm tired. Like the bike is fighting me because I had three, three out of four flat tires. Uh, but they were, you know, tire balls were still holding strong. The tires were still holding together. Uh, we had a couple of crazy slices in them, but it was just, everything was still working, but it was just like, man, like if you, it, I took two seconds too long to think about how the day was going. It was like son of a gun. I'm getting wore out. Like <laughs> this takes a lot out of you. Bro. Oh man, it looked gnarly. I, I and I've never seen so many flat tires. A lot of you know, a lot of the yeah. amateur guys don't run tire balls or yep. pull noodles or <laughs> whatever you got to run. But they, uh, um, yeah, there was a lot of flat tires coming through the woods. Um, yeah, I don't. I guess Hunter didn't have any, but I know McClure had four out of four. I think, and uh, I think Miguel had a couple. Um, and just on down the line, just, I mean, and they're not like flats. They're like catastrophic failures. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we lost half the tire balls. We lost half of the, you know, the tire and it, it's just, and it's not a, it's not an issue with the tire. The place is just that gnarly. And when you're pushing the speeds we're pushing, there's going to be a failure. So, I mean, it, the bike might look muddy and whatever, when you wash it, eh, it looks all right. Tip it up, put it on the backside and look at the belly skid, look at the A arms, look at the. Uh, if you finished with a, a rotor guard or sprocket guard, because most of those were ripped off, um, just looking at the bike, you're like, oh, my God, <laughs> what happened? I had a toolkit on the front of the bike, and it made it exactly a half a mile. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it I saw something else on the front of your bike this weekend. Is that a GoPro we saw? That was a GoPro. Did it yes. make it? <laughs> did it make it? it? It actually did, yes. I don't know what it got. I have not watched any yet. Um, and it sucks because I actually had to delete the footage from uh, the Penton. And I was, I was doing like, eh, eh, should I do it? Should I not do it? And I didn't have enough space on my computer to save the Penton race plus save Snowshoe. And I was like, you know what? I, as epic as Snowshoe is, literally the first four minutes, just the start and the introductions and the crowd, I was like, that's worth it. So yeah. I deleted the Penton. As good of a race as that was between Bryson and I, I, uh, I, I pulled the trigger. So I was like, you know what? I got to have it. I got to have this for the memory banks and, uh, you know, time a gill up, especially God forbid this ends up being the last time we're there. I have no idea. We could be there the next 20 years, but like, oh, don't, you never know. Say, don't say anything like that. <laughs> yeah. You never know. So I have proof that I tied Adam up at one point in my career at that mountain and i have i have it on film it's awesome yeah, yeah man. i assume i've not seen it i assume it's awesome i'm sure that because 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 you can't run on your helmet anymore i'm sure that's hard like you probably almost impossible to, to clean it as well so but i tried i, I actually forgot about it until part way <laughs> through the second lap and i was like oh there's a camera and i tried to wipe it and i about hit a tree and i was like you know what it's still attached. That's a win. Like I, I like I said, I can at least watch the first five minutes. Yeah, and I'm sure going through Howard's, it got wrecked. Yeah, well, you guys went to went to through Howard's really early, and I mean, it was like one what? mile. One mile. Yeah. One mile. Yeah, yep. man. man we, I watched the uh, Spider Graphics video um, today, uh, and they like had you guys like jumping down into Howard's hole off of that rock ledge. Yep. We didn't need to do that. <laughs> I saw you shake your head, and I'm like, I bet you. He's like, what the heck? Are, where are you guys taking us? <laughs> yeah, no, there was no reason for that, but the fans uh, take away all the lines, and they give you what you get. So <laughs> it, um, I had biked it. It was a four-foot drop. Not kidding. No exaggerations. It was 48. In if it was 48 inches, it was 56 because this freaking thing, it was massive. And uh, I know Josh Merritt uh, crashed on it. I believe uh, maybe Feehan did. Um, and there was a handful. Of, uh, McGill said he had trouble on it one lap. I would just pretty much almost take my hands off the bars, like just jump and then like move my body the direction it needed to go because there was no prayer that you were going to land anywhere straight. Uh, the first lap, um, no one was happy that I was winning because I think 95% of the people down there were McGill fans. <laughs> <laughs> and when I landed, the crowd closed the, the track off and I actually had to get pushed backwards and make a hard right. So I literally jumped off the rock, got stopped, got pushed backwards back against the rock and made a hard right and went up the hill instead of through Howard's hole. It was insane. And I think they ended up doing it to every rider. They did. Um, um, when I watched that video, it looked like they were kind of like in the A-class area before they opened that line back up. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to say it was easy, but like maybe they were just determined that, to save it to the end. But uh, it was it was not okay. <laughs> but it was awesome because like if you're going to block people and you're going to change it, at least help. And they do. I mean – literally i landed and i'm no sooner going forward i'm going backwards right now yeah getting pushed getting shoved getting patted on the ass getting <laughs> you know hit on the back and you're like this is wild literally the last lap going through there 
like I've never, I've, you're, you're crawling through the rocks. So you're going pretty slow. Someone literally opened up a brand new pack of Marlboros and ho- held one out. And was like, you want one, bud? <laughs> like, I don't think I'm ready. Like, <laughs> lung cancer doesn't sound good right now. Thanks. <laughs> but in, in, and then, right. They block you guys off. But I think, I mean, these guys, they want to help. They want the opportunity to say they grabbed your bumper and pulled you through a mud hole. Yep. <laughs> the second that quad stops moving, you're going even faster because people are, are pulling you through it. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and that part I appreciate. They're not doing anything malicious. They might they might make you get stuck, but honestly, you're almost better off going where they want you to go because there's going to be 20 people carrying you through the mud hole. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if they could pick you guys up on your on your on their shoulders and just walk you through, they would be Run, okay start with that. Running. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, how about that? Uh, I think it was like at the mile ten marker, right there before you popped off into the uh, um, uh, pit lane. Pro pits. Yeah, yeah, that got gnarly, that didn't it? Thing. So uh, they call it the thousand foot climb, um, and that's supposed to be hard. And it. <clears throat> actually was really dry this year mm-hmm. you got to the top of it and there was literally the last 30 feet of that climb to get to pro pits it was just this slick greasy black gray miserable mud and i, I don't know how it was just tree roots and rocks and the slick gray black mud and uh the last lap i barely got up at my tire my left front again like i said it was so flat it didn't want to roll so going up it it just slid like it was just a ski, and uh, I saw a lot of videos, especially the uh, amateur riders, but even some top guys, like, having a lot of trouble in there. And I, I, the lap prior to that, I wanted to tell my crew, like, dude, literally, like, you guys can walk here, and it's ten times harder than almost any place on the track other than Howard's and, and one other down. Uh, it was called Zach's Disaster at the five-ish mile mark. I, I got stuck there twice. Uh, it was a downhill. I got stuck going downhill twice. <laughs> that's how hard that section was. I was. It was absurd. That's that's um, amazing. I was actually at that ten that that uh, that section that uphill section and and I was barely getting up. It was that not? Well, the first lap, you like the top ten just breeze through it, no problem. Mm-hmm. Like you guys are flying, and um. And then this slick. was this was my dad's first time at at snowshoe, and I looked over at my dad. I was like, "Now you're going to get to see what it looks like for normal people to go through this section." <laughs> normal. <laughs> and uh, I jumped down there, and I must have pulled thirty bikes up that first lap um, through that like where that huge rut was, or I'm sorry, where that huge root was. That tree root. Yes. Oh my God. That tree root had to have been Brandon. It was it had two to, feet tall. Yes, it was two feet tall had to have been four it foot was in diameter. It was just. It was in a terrible spot. Yeah, it was in a terrible spot, and uh, and and it caused so much problems. I had my mom sitting up on the hill <laughs> there, and whenever it was starting to bottleneck, they started. You know, everybody started trying to go up the hill, and my I mom. Said, I saw a new line open up, and it looked ten times worse. I it don't was even know if so. Thought that was a good idea. It was well. The first guy almost <laughs> ran over my mom, and it it, it was it was. I, I I sat her there, not thinking anybody would even try to go up that. And uh, lo and I, behold, I, I looked at it. I saw that someone tried it, and I was like, there was no way. There was absolutely no freaking <laughs> well, <laughs> way. I'm even going to try to go up there because the main line's harder, and that's twice as steep. Everybody that did go, everybody that did make it up that um, ended up uh, having somebody hold the front bumper down. <laughs> I bet it, it was almost straight up and down at one point. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, hey, while we're on this subject, 
We got a little. Brain and I have a little quarrel that we've been talking about pretty much all podcast. <laughs> so Brandon, what? A little, a little quarrel, quarrel there. Yeah, we're arguing a little bit. Yeah. So Brandon is 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 I guess irritated with me because I hurt my I hurt my knee at High Point, right? And uh, hyperextended it. Didn't want to didn't want to race snowshoe. So I was like, I'm at least going to go. And it ended up being in. I, yeah. I basically became a mud flea, pulling guys up the hill. And he was like, If you can do that, you can race. I was like, well, at least I was there. Brandon, you were sitting on a boat. That's right. I was sitting on a boat. So whose side are you on but here, then, Walker? But then, but then I said, if you would have raced, I would have been there. So I, w- I would have been there for you. But, you know, so it's all his fault that I didn't go. <laughs> He's probably like, there's both sides. Now, so. remember, Walker, I got to work. I got to work for a living. I need this knee. <laughs> but you're going to trust I mean, a bunch of a bunch of crazy normal people going up a hill trying to run you over. I, if I see people in need, I got to jump down and help. <laughs> all right. All right, Brandon, if, if you could afford to go and there wasn't a family obligation and there wasn't any extreme necessary manner to be at home, you're dead to me. <laughs> Listen, you it was missed, a, it was a long you missed one of the greatest <laughs> races to ever happen, bike or ATV, or, you know, yeah, and ATV to ever happen uh, at the hill. So, Walker yeah. counts as two, not hurt, two votes. Not hurt. You were there. You said this is your fourth or fifth time, maybe possibly six. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that seems like a gray area that you can't remember that. So <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hold that against you either. <laughs> the first Super, couple. The but, first couple were fuzzy. The first couple were well, fuzzy. They they do bleed together over time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but at least I still ride a Yamaha. Yeah, I'll give you that. Oh, see, see, he's reaching see, deep go. in the he's there reaching deep in the pocket you know what, right you, now. Like, again, I was like, ah, damn. Yeah, bonus see? points. Okay, yeah. even the score up. So yeah, I mean, are you really hurt? I mean, he was Cooper? pulling bikes up a hill. You know, what I'm so saying? he looked totally healthy in the Instagram videos. Yeah, I saw. see, see. Oh. So, <laughs> so here's the thing: is when I go full extension, it feels like it wants to hyperextend. So I just didn't trust oh, it. Oh, so your girl parts hurt. Yeah, yes. See? Mm-hmm. Ye- in, in, yes, in <laughs> fact, in fact, they do. <laughs> I told him, I said, you're, you shouldn't even be full extended on the bike anyway. It should be in, you know, great rider stance. Yeah, you know? I mean, if I was in great rider stance, degrees. if I was in great rider stance, I wouldn't have gotten hurt in the first place. Well, you know. <laughs> Did you get hurt riding? Yeah, it was it was up at, at the Mason Dixon. A mile on, into the track. On, on a motorcycle? <laughs> no, no, no. ATV. Yeah, I was oh, I was God. I was running the vet B class. Because I know you guys are both like kind of trying to be dirt bike guys. No, 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 no. He's quit. not. No, he's not. I'm not trying. No, he's still a quad guy. I mean I am both. I'm a quad and bike guy. Just mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Walker's got a lot of decisions yeah, to weigh he's here. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I might not call back in. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, shoot! But hey, it's uh, funny. Speaking of uh, talking about all these tire failures, man, you guys put on a show at the end of the race uh, um, in the pits, putting the burnouts on. Loved it this weekend. <laughs> yeah, uh, snowshoe is a race you should celebrate to finish. Um, in the in the pro ranks, I mean, like if I had gotten eighth, tenth, and finished. I, I might have done a burnout, and I probably wouldn't have had a smile on my face. <laughs> so, so it's a catch-22. Like, I guess it's still a burnout. So you're still happy if you do – like, finishing snowshoe is a feat in itself, and doing well, which 
finishing is still well, it would be points. Like, 10th would still be points for me. It would have been probably 15th OA. That would have still been five, six points. That's still huge. Um, the years that I've gave up uh, one point or two points to a, a DNF and, and one or two points literally would have changed this, the season. Um, you know, I, I'm starting to figure out that, you know, even a, a 15th or 16th place, if you could have put a chain back on or got, got going again or, you know, changed tires or, or anything, it's, it, it's worth it. So finishing snowshoe is huge. And then uh, obviously Adam McGill being his home turf and his fans are just insane. Uh, the youngster uh, Hunter Hart putting in an incredible ride. Uh, he's showing mm-hmm. consistency more than I would have thought that he would have been capable of. I mean, I know I'm helping him, blah, blah, blah. That's great and good, but he's still his own guy. He's still his own rider. Uh, they actually prepped their own bike for this race. Mark had his hands in it a little bit, but not nearly like the last couple. Um, and then obviously myself, um, I feel like I came in as prepared as anybody. I should. That's that's my job. That's what I do. And, uh, man, like, it wasn't a runaway. Usually Snowshoe has a winner by, like, two or three minutes. And these guys, I got up to a minute 10, and, and they ran me back down to uh, 40 seconds, which is huge. Uh, literally getting stuck on that hill climb before uh, pro pits could I could have lost all of it. Right. And I knew that, and, and that's why I was like, I was so like, oh my god, if I could get through this one dang part of the track, it's it's a road and another road and another road, and I should be okay even if the tire quits rolling. And uh, and after the race, just that's everyone's just pumped. Like the fans are so hyped up for the podium. They don't even care who's up there. It could have been anybody. Honestly, if it had been someone who's never been on a podium, they would have absolutely lost their minds more than they did. And it's a blast. Like, I just love having that crowd back. I love having a joint podium again. You know, the three of us up there, instead of doing singles with COVID, um, no masks, no BS, just hundreds of borderline a thousand people pumped that, that, that of what the, what the day brought and, and the excitement and, yeah, there was some burnouts. <laughs> yeah, there's... not on the podium. Podium burnouts are not okay. Uh, McGill started the burnout fiesta uh, on the rock wall, <laughs> which <laughs> might not have been okay. But we're gonna let it slide, Adam, because hey, it happened, and, and, and no one seemed to mind. And then uh, uh, Adam and Hunter went back to the pits and, and burned the tires off. And then I was like, Hunter, what the heck? You left me out. So then Hunter and I did a, a good burnout and it's on, it's on the uh, interweb somewhere. And, and like you guys said, I wish we could have done the three of us at some point. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, a burnout trio. That would have been awesome. But <laughs> it really you got to be excited, man. Like you're excited it's over. You're excited you got good points. You're excited to conquer the most challenging race, I would say, east of the Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, for ATV racing. Um, I, I would I would venture to say that maybe some of the desert racing is harder in a different way, but they brought back stuff um, this year from uh, like 2008 to 2012, the years that Brian Wolf won. Um, I won one in there. Uh, Adam won some in there. Uh, tough, tough trails. Like I said, I got stuck going downhill twice, four yeah. laps, two laps in a row. I got stuck going downhill. That's not okay. That's <laughs> how do you get stuck going downhill? <laughs> My thing is, if you got stuck, how did everybody else make it through there? Yeah, <laughs> you know what that's, I'm saying. That's literally what I was saying to myself. I'm like, this is 
this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that was like that section that I was that I was at right before the uh, pro pits. I was like, man, if everybody's getting stuck here, and that line that you and I just discussed being almost impossible, going straight up a cliff. What's going to happen when the leaders come through? I mean, you know, so you got without the fans, this race would almost be impossible to even have. Because like, once thirty bikes in front of you get stuck, Walker, what are you going to do if, if nobody's there <laughs> yeah, to help? You, know, those you guys? don't do anything. And um, the last lap was tough. Uh, the first two were honestly there was no lap traffic. We only had a hundred and what seventy-seven entries in the afternoon race, I think. And it wasn't for the first hour. It was fine. Lap three was tough. Lap four, it was chaos. Uh, everyone's tired. Everyone's half broken down, uh, tired again. <laughs> and, uh, like basically when riders just get stuck, they just quit. They just give up. They're like, I live here now. I'm going to, I'm going to put the mailbox somewhere nearby. I better start, you know, piling wood up for a house. This is it. This is my residence. And you're like, I have a race going on and I'm trying to figure out how to win. <laughs> so, so yeah, it, uh, it gets tough. With the, with the lap traffic and i know i actually got through lappers really well um patient and again that's having that lead i was able to be patient i know adam and hunter both as excited as they wanted to be for the first 30 seconds after they came through the finish line the two of them were um loudly expressing their frustrations with with lap traffic <laughs> I, this I, guy that guy over here over there i'm like hey guys i got through it so <laughs> that's on y'all like i got through it <laughs> yeah it's, I'm, I'm sure that was tough man I, I, that would just be brutal coming through and certain lines being blocked off that you want to take and you got to find a different yep. line and uh, i mean usually when you out of your control like i said and it was a two hour and six two hour seven minute race so like borderline one of the longest races we'll do all year and it's just it's just tough like it's so different i'm i am so sick after the race um just just like mentally like i have a headache my stomach hurts and it has nothing to do maybe with something in the dirt i don't know but like <laughs> you you physically exert yourself to a point but you mentally exhaust yourself beyond belief like there isn't someone that can't hand you a beer fast enough to try to make the pain go away for a second. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. Is it's like you just you're trying to figure out what the heck just happened. Yeah, yeah. It, and I mean, and you then you guys still. I tell you what, like you guys are, and I'm saying this collectively for all of you guys, showmen. Um, to to go through all of that pain. Um, and, and know you're getting ready to go through all that pain. And then you guys like pump the crowd up. Like, like you and Adam both were at the beginning of the race. Uh, Brain and I were talking about, we're talking about how like, man, that's what makes GNCC what it is. And then uh, aside from that, that's what makes snowshoe, how special it is because like without, you know, you guys pumping up the crowd, getting involved, uh, the, the sign, uh, that little boy sign and making his yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's just all, it's, it's so awesome. It's not like, okay, these guys are sitting here on the starting line with frowns on their face and they're going to go fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no doubt. And that's, uh, we could sit here all day and talk about it. And I feel like we've already, uh, I've already used up my, my part of the show here, but if you've never been and we get the opportunity to go back, you have to go. And that's as a racer, that's as a fan, that's as someone's mother, father, maybe you don't have much interest in it. 
you're going to see things you can never unsee. <laughs> Good and, and bad. It's le- and it's legal. <laughs> it's legal. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it's it's fun. And it's it's not it's not like you can t- you can absolutely bring your kids there. There is a sauna, there's swimming pools, there's hot tubs, there's bicycle riding, there's side-by-side riding, there's downhill mountain bikes, there's Segway tours, there's the lake, there's paddle boarding. It's such a huge family-friendly event. And if you so choose to step off the beaten path and see the guts of Snowshoe, what make it Snowshoe, that's on you. <laughs> everything goes at that point. And that's, that's cool. It's it's like a festival. It it really is. It's a it's a GNCC and like a rock concert put together. At, you know, at, people kind of treat us like rock stars, and it's so cool. Especially you know, everyone wants to say that the ATB industry is dying. Be there on Saturday. Yep. See the see the fans. See who knows who, and then be there on Sunday. And I'm not taking anything against the bike guys because I get that people probably have to go to work on Monday and and sun, Saturday is their day off, but. Man, the difference on Saturday's race to Sunday's race is absurd. Like, yeah, the snowshoe main wow. attraction is the ATVs. 100%. The ATV race is the attraction, and that every time someone says that ATV racing is dead, I think about this past weekend, and it's not dead. It's so far from dead, and I love it. Yeah. People, people love it. The racers love it. GNCC loves it, and we're fine. We're we're healthy and we're and we're doing good. Yep. Hey, thinking uh, speaking of uh, ATV quad races. So I don't know if you listened to the episode that, of my great idea of making uh, the oh, baddest of gnarliest about this. <laughs> ATV race ever. <laughs> if, so like a Tennessee knockout. Yeah, pretty much. Like if you if all the GNCC guys and all the ATV motocross guys got together. Like, I just think it would be so freaking awesome. We talked about like a GP race. Something, man. That'd just be so badass. Like So a GP race, a small wood section, and some enduro cross maybe. That way, because enduro cross can become motocross. Yeah. 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 Something. Yeah. Something like um, like fast tracks. Yeah. Right, Brandon? A little bit like that. Yeah. A little, bit, like a that. little bit like that. Something, that's the only place I can think of that exists like around here. <laughs> But uh, I just think I'd be so man seeing you and Chad Weenan and and then you know throwing Joel and Bryson and and Hunter Hart and Nick Janusa those guys and the Ford brothers man I'd just be that would to me that would just make the ATV industry just go nuts but it'd be kind of like throwing it back to the uh, ATV MX and then the TT days a little bit like like <laughs> best sure. of two different it, uh, it, it, it'd be really cool it sucks that that doesn't exist like like to be the champion you had to ride all the disciplines yeah. So, like, they had to run TT, they had to run Moto, and I don't know if they had to run GNCC, but I know for, like, the MX side, they had to run TT and they had to run Moto, yeah. Moto. Yeah, we were just talking about... Which was really cool, like, Tim Farr and Shane Hitt and those guys, they had to run both, and that was awesome. Yeah, that's what I was just uh, talking about Gus, before you came on. Uh, um, ran into Shane this weekend, actually, uh, at a local really? track. Yeah, and we were right just talking. We were just talking about that, and, and uh, which was really cool. But I mean, because he was one of the baddest TT riders to live. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, still is. Yeah, yeah. But I just think that would just be a huge. That would just be awesome. Somehow we can get. Oh it yeah. <laughs> can't can't live in the past, but there were certain things in the past that were fun. And I don't know if a series would work, but like doing a couple one-off events, especially 
man, money talks. If if someone would put some money up, that's yep. That's what we were saying. We weren't thinking of a series. We were thinking of like one, Just like one maybe event. one, like like a yearly thing, like yep. one race yeah. a year. That'd be insane. Like after everything, like your guys' championships are wrapped up, you know, maybe like October ish or something. Yeah. I mean, hey, look at the uh, look at the uh, the Turkey Derby. It's taken off. Yeah. So. <laughs> what a hoot! Oh my gosh, that looks like so that looks fun. like fun. That and then um, if we could get the Moto Fight Club uh, Yamaha Raptor ninety race, like yeah, that'd be to that cool. point, it it was really good too. I mean, it it wasn't there was there weren't as many entries obviously because we only had eight quads, but yeah. they were all stock and they were all the same and they were kind of hand selected folks and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Be awesome. Beating Joel and beating Janusa on a stock 90, supposedly, you know, because I feel like there's some stretch limits there, <laughs> Nick. <laughs> um, it's tough to beat those guys. They're little. Uh, they're, you know, 130-pound riders, and they're <laughs> five foot nothing. And, I, and I'm a little guy, and I'm, I'm a little heavier, and just I, I'm, I'm, I'm giving up two horsepower on something that makes three horsepower because of my weight you gotta go on a clear liquid diet a cleanse right before yeah, the race. yeah i'm gonna have to go on a serious i'm gonna have to look like i, I contracted some crazy disease before i go race that thing <laughs> for sure for sure oh, so man. hey walker what's uh the off season look like for you real quick before before we let you off are you excited to you mean the summer break not the off season. not not yeah not the, i'm it's sorry not. the summer break so, so uh um, it feels I'm, like i'm an looking forward to not cutting any more fingers off Oh jeez, yeah, don't do that. That's, that's goal, goal that's number probably, one. That's priority number one. Don't lose any more uh, phalanges. Yeah. Uh, goal number two, obviously, kind of heal up. Um, I'm gonna take a week or two. Um, I'm really good at taking too much time off and then being behind the eight ball, and then on, on, taking too much time off is actually a bad thing because then you have to work twice as hard to get back to where you were. So then I'm technically burnt out by the end of September. Um, uh, my mechanic, Mark Notman, is going to start riding again uh, to get ready for the Heartland Challenge. So I'm going to start doing some ride with him. I'm going to work on my motocross track some. Uh, right now, I'm actually uh, working on putting a food plot in. I'm, I'm late, but I'm going to do a late fall food plot for deer. Uh, try to get in this. I'm hoping about second week of archery. Uh, try to take a deer with a bow. would be cool. Uh, nice. First week, I kind of have some obligations i'm not going to be home anyway so it actually worked out perfect that i'm not going to be here so i'm hoping everyone gets what they want and i get everyone's you know sloppy seconds but <laughs> i'm not gonna i'd rather that happen because like i said i'm not going to be around anyway so i'm putting in a, an acre food plot and uh put some corn in a feeder and putting cameras up and and getting uh you know like i said getting deer season rolling around i'm i'm an avid hunter you know yeah too big into it not <laughs> <laughs> well i pretend to be um new i'm, I'm so green uh behind my ears with this whole hunting thing but i love it i love oh. i could literally not shoot them and i'm fine with feeding them and watching them and just like a mild conservationist to a degree but i i love hunting and i love producing my own meat and, and providing for myself or my family and i think that's really cool and like i said it's uh Yamaha has actually got me into hunting, which is which is pretty unique. So it's been it's been like a two year project for me right now. And um, I, I didn't grow up in a family that hunted. None of my grandparents, my father didn't. Uh, my cousin kind of does, but some of my friends do. And I just never. I was so focused on racing, I didn't really have a hobby like that. And 
I'm always outside. I enjoy the outdoors. And so hunting is now, um, pretty cool. And, uh, I had some turkeys up here at my feeder. I, I got some feathers out of that deal. So that was cool. And, uh, yeah, just hanging out. Yeah, man. Wildlife. That's, that's awesome. Um, um, it's a great sport to get into and, uh, man, you can never learn enough when it comes to hunting. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. uh, if you've listened, uh, uh, Thad Duvall, yeah, I listened to it to a T. Trust me, <laughs> I'm trying to learn everything I can learn, dude. That guy's <laughs> that guy's incredible. With, with yeah, with the, I mean, he was like, eh, we'll try to kill a couple more turkey, and then just goes and kills like on a killing spree of turkey in in four <laughs> oh, different yeah. states and tags out right now. Yeah, this week, in yeah. Malt, yeah, three states. Yeah, I'm not nearly as good as him, but I I, I try. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm like Val, like I'm like Walker. I'm just eh, if I go, I go. If I don't, I don't. Yeah, yeah well, like I'm gonna be out there, and if I have if I have a shot, I absolutely cannot refuse to take. I'm gonna take it. Otherwise, I'm like, you know what? I'm still pretty fresh, pretty green. If I botch this, I'm gonna feel horrible. <laughs> so I just like being out here. It's 5 a.m. It could be snowing. I, I know this past. Uh, uh, rifle season it was snowing and sat in a tree for a couple hours and hanging out with the squirrels and i was like you know this is awesome i don't even care if i see anything and i never did <laughs> this, is, this is a lot of fun like i'm f- freezing to death but i enjoy being out here and silent and you oh, get to think about all the thoughts and don't lie you know you're like, picking you're picking lines out through the woods you're like oh that'd be a gnarly <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I, I actually have my my tree stance right here on my track so oh, there you go. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sitting up there thinking you know what maybe i should move my tree stand because maybe being on a main trail is a bad thing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i thought they used this as a highway but you know what the last time i saw a track was about a month ago <laughs> <laughs> mm. oh, shit. yeah i'll tell you what man it's it, it's awesome uh and uh i hope you get to enjoy that uh no, no bow kills yet no, no. Um, okay. I actually don't even own one. Uh, so I've kind of done some target practice with some uh, friends' bows. and. Oh, okay, okay. I was going to buy one, and then uh, one of the guys from the Yamaha, Yamaha Outdoor team was like, hey, I'll, I'll give you one of mine. So I'm like, oh, I don't want to go buy one if I can just get one. You know, and I thought, obviously, I have it fitted to me, but... It's like, well, free sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> free is always good. Well, if, free is great. So, yeah, well, if you if you have a successful hunt this year, you're gonna have to be on the podcast and, and talk to us about it for sure. <laughs> oh, it'll be if I have a successful hunt, it'll be all over the social media. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> Look at me. I'm a man. I can do it. Him and McGill will be having a competition. Who gets the bigger bigger kill with the bow next? McGill. Yeah. McGill doesn't hunt too much, I does know. he? I don't know. He's from West Virginia. Everybody expects well, him to hunt, right? Well. If we're going to go, I mean, that's, that's, he plays like this big outdoorsman and you know what? He really isn't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Walker's, Walker's going to step up and, 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 you know, start uh, challenging Thad. Oh, okay. Because he's, he's over in Ohio. Oh, no, not a chance. Absolutely not a chance. I'm not even going to joke about that. Nope. That's like that's like taking on Kyle Cheney. I'm out. Not happening. No. Those guys have it figured out. They have a science to it. I'm I'm an uh, I'm a weekend warrior for yeah. sure. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm a weekend warrior as well. Uh, I I actually put a little bit more time into it than I would like to admit with the amount of success, success that I have. But <laughs> but uh, hey, yeah, I'm I'm pushing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, I got this damn fear that looks like a looks like a spaceship getting ready to take off. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what all my buddies call it. They come down through the woods and they're like, oh, the spaceship's still there, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I know it throws two hundred fifty pounds of corn in a week. And sorry. <laughs> hey, hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. There's a, there's hey. a high of people like this cornbread fed deer, right? Yeah. Well, I'm screwed because they actually planted corn in our field this year, so oh. I'm going to switch it up. <laughs> well, as soon as they cut it, you're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, Walker, I told you 10 minutes, and uh, we're <laughs> – 40 minutes later? Yeah, yeah. 40, 40 minutes later. So, uh, yep. But, Sorry, hey, fans. Hey, no, 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 no. They love this stuff. We appreciate you coming on, man. And uh, uh, as always, we look forward to having you on again. Congratulations on – on snowshoe and the season so far and uh yeah enjoy your time off man absolutely looking forward to it snowshoe was a blast everyone kicked butt uh, gncc did an awesome job and totally gonna enjoy summer stay on the socials walker underscore fowler on uh instagram that's probably what gets updated the most i believe it's uh the same on facebook and also walker fowler racing those faces and uh, follow along for all the fun stuff. I might even start vlogging if I ever get uh, internet and cell service to, to cooperate. So you never know. Hey, yeah. Elon Musk is on it. So uh, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll, <laughs> you'll have that internet in no time. <laughs> Perfect. All right, man. We appreciate it, buddy. Uh, uh, we look forward to talking to you down the road, man. Thanks again. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Take Thank care. You, man. All right, you, you too. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. That was Walker Fowler. We appreciate him coming on. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, man. It's always good to talk to Walker, especially after a victory. <laughs> yeah, I, and especially after a victory like Snowshoe. Yeah. place is just insane. I Brandon, go watch those videos. I'm going to have to. And then maybe next year I'll uh, we'll go up for sure. Yes, got to go up there. That way I can be Fowler's favorite again <laughs> since you ride a Honda. So all I got to do is ride a Yamaha and go to Snowshoe. I'm, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got to do, just, That's simple, do. Plan. just okay. simple plan. Okay, okay. <laughs> hey, uh, let's end this thing. But real quick, we got to remind you guys, don't forget – to do your fantasy pulp MX. Um, Red Bud. Red Bud is coming up. Yep. So, uh, Fernandez or Roxon? Which one? Who's going to win? Fernandez or Roxon or Tomac? Which which one? Who's winning? AC. AC. <laughs> Clown feet. My guy. <laughs> My guy's going to win. Your guy's going to win. Yep. I'm calling Chase Sexton. Just whatever. Did I tell you what? Either one of those. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I don't think Tomac's going to. You don't I, think? I think. Off the uh, rebound? Top five. <laughs> uh, man. Watch Aaron AP will probably win or something. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. Either way, it's going to be a good race. Yeah, man. Uh, it's always, it's just like high point. You just hear Red Bud. Red Bud. Getting it, man. Let's go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to head out of here. Appreciate you guys listening. Always, as always, go on to uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Thank you to Guts Racing. We appreciate the sport. The support. No, I can't even talk now. It's all right. We all got it done. We're good. Later, guys. Peace. Peace.